Word Machine. Welcome to the second episode of Word Machine. My name is Ryan Nance, and I am your host. Word Machine is the poetry podcast that looks to put poems in conversation in your mind. So, welcome back, and for the second episode, we have two poets, two poems from two poets that are in some ways very similar, in some ways very different. They were both born in the early 1940s. They both are Pulitzer Prize winners. They both have a similar number of books, 114 and 116, but in so many other ways, they are so different. The two poets are Louise Glick, uh, famous for her books House on Marshland and The Wild Iris, and Yusuf Komanyaka, famous, most famous for his book Neon Vernacular. Uh, so these two poems come from very different places, although it is very notable that both of them are epistolary, both of them are addresses to particular readers. Uh, but beyond that, there's a lot of of dissimilarity between the two. So what's interesting to me is to put these next to each other and see how you can feel the similarities and difference um, in, in the words, in the choices, in the structure. So again, from Louise Glick, we have a poem called Vespers from her book Wild Iris. And from Yusef Komunyaka, we have a poem called After Summer Fell Apart. Vespers by Louise Glick. In your extended absence, you permit me use of earth, anticipating some return on investment. I must report failure in my assignment principally regarding the tomato plants. I think I should not be encouraged to grow tomatoes. Or if I am, you should withhold the heavy rains, the cold nights that come so often here while other regions get 12 weeks of summer. All this belongs to you. On the other hand, I planted the seeds. I watched the first shoots like wings tearing the soil, and it was my heart broken by the blight, the black spot so quickly multiplying in the rose. I doubt you have a heart in our understanding of that term. You who do not discriminate between the dead and the living, who are, in consequence, immune to foreshadowing. You may not know how much terror we bear. The spotted leaf, the red leaves of the maple falling even in August, in early darkness. I am responsible for these vines. After Summer Fell Apart by Yusef Kumanyaka. I can't touch you. His face always returns. We exchange long looks in each bad dream, and what I see, my God, honey, sweetheart, I hold you against me, but nothing works. Two boats moored, rocking between nowhere and nowhere. A bone inside me whispers, maybe tonight? But I keep thinking about the two men wrestling nude in Lawrence's Women in Love. I can't get past reels of breath unwinding. He has you now. He doesn't. 
He has you again. Now he doesn't. You're at the edge of azaleas, shaken loose by a word. I see your rose-colored skirt unfurled. He has a knife to your throat. Night birds come back to their branches. A hard wind raps at the door, the new year prowling in a black overcoat. It's been six months since we made love. Tonight I look at you, hugging the pillow, half smiling in your sleep. I want to shake you and ask, who? Again, I touch myself, unashamed, until his face comes into focus. He's stolen something from me, and I don't know if it has a name or not. Like counting your ribs with one foolish hand and mine with the other. One of the more mysterious and amazing things in poetry is the direct address. It's one of those things that has always sort of inspired inspired my ambition as a poet and certainly has, has connected to me as a reader when, when I get to witness a poet speaking directly to someone. And so these two poems, which, you know, neither poet, neither Komunyaka nor Glick is necessarily known for a direct address. Well, that's not entirely true. I think Glick has a number of direct addresses from uh, Mock Orange, which is one of those that, that was sort of a direct address to, to a lot of Wild Iris's. Iris's poems were direct addresses, but but even still, like she's not really sort of pigeonholed into that into that form. But it's a mysterious thing when we get to, as a reader, get to listen to a direct address aimed at another reader. It's one of those things, like, you know, the first line of a direct address, I'm like, yes, yes, I'm here. Like, I'm here. I'm listening. You have me. You had me at the first line. And direct address does that really well. But, of course, it's one of those forms that can be misused or can be you know it can provoke attention that that isn't deserved but but these two poems after the summer fell apart and vespers are so similar in the fact they are so brilliantly electric in their direct address so you know the kumunyaka poem is addressed to a real intimate somebody that he knows in his life and I, I can only imagine whether or not this poem found its way into the ear of his his, his direct intimate while they were intimates or not. I, I can only imagine. And then Glick's poem is as if it's directed to an intimate, but it becomes very clear that it's not. It's directed to, well, maybe it's intimate for, for her, but it's directed to, to God. And it's enormous in its scale and scope. And the two of them do such delicate, amazing, beautiful work with this form, with the direct address, with epistolary poems, like a letter, right? And I think that is what wanted me to put them together into, into comparison, into conversation in your head, is, 
is how is talking to your intimate like talking to God and how is talking to God like talking to your intimate? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I want to explore it through these two poems and I think I've come a long way just in listening to these two poems. And, um, and I think that's one of the things that you can ask of poems is to help you move further along, further along in your life in, in ways that you want. Um, so, uh, these two poems, I could quote a lot of different parts of them, uh, but really I want it to speak together in your, in your head. I would love to hear on your comments, um, either on five things I learned today.com slash word dash machine, uh, or you can find us on the uh, Facebook page, Word Machine. I'd love to hear your notes and your responses. I'm very grateful for your attention and for your ears and for your love of poetry. Word Machine. Word Machine. Word Machine. Word Machine.